and welcome to Men in Charge. I'm Kevin Decker. And I'm Tony Flynn. Today's episode, the 24th of our vestigial 11th season, is Why Kevin, Not Tony, thinks up the best Men in Charge episode titles. But there's an irony here, isn't there, Kevin? Because I was the one who came up with that title. So is that one of the better titles or not? Well, it's the old problem of does the barber who shaves everybody in the town shave himself or not all over again? Are you calling me the best barber? No, I'm calling you're you calling bald. Me the third I'm best. saying that you're emboldened to go where no one has gone before. <laughs> You've had a long, hard day, haven't I have. you, Kevin? And folks, I got to tell you, too, that when Tony said, why Kevin, not Tony, thinks up the best titles, we had to have like eight takes where Tony kept saying, why Tony, not Kevin, thinks up the best title. That was an error. Except, as we know, what Kevin said was entirely untrue. His mother, as you know, sent him away at an early age. We have a lot of stories about Kevin's background, but all of them involve him being sent away from home and raised by disreputable people. I think right there in your bit of mendacity, your burst of untruth is an example of what might have happened to you when you were younger. Well, I'm blushing, but yes, my parents did send me to St. Liars Catholic School, so that was probably part of the problem. Wait, is that true? They did? Yeah, St. Liars, yeah. But in my neighborhood, there was a church called St. Stephen Proto-Martyr. And I'm like, what is a proto-martyr? Do they get a burn or maybe a paper cut for Christ? I'm not sure. (laughs) Paper cuts for Christ. (laughs) It's like he wasn't entirely martyred. He was just on track to become a martyr and was badly hurt. He was benched. He he was benched. Yeah. But this doesn't get to the point of why you come up with a better title. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think maybe your time spent telling lies as you were a child really gives us essentially what we need to know. Well, and I'm telling the truth here. I steal a lot of the best titles that I come up with from Tony. Oh, that's not true. And if I can convince him later that I did it and he doesn't remember coming up with it. Well, it's like when I wake up in the morning and there's this uh, metal tube in my ear and it's draining my liquid thoughts are spilling into a bedpan. Yes. Yeah. Now that Kevin has lowered his credibility rating, let's talk about the upcoming um, segments on this show, Kevin. Yes, since the grinding cosmic engine of fun called Men in Charge is coming to a halt pretty soon, it is time to once again check in with Oswald Spellman for the last life lessons, at least the last until he comes back. And what's this one about? This one is about how to uh, commit fraud during COVID, and uh, everybody will want to have a pen and a notepad out to take notes. The next is a commercial from the inmates at the Lower Heights Correctional Institute for Higher Learning. It's called Time Served. You know how inmates have a lot of time because it's the sentence without proper punctuation? And you know how you don't have enough time? The inmates have a way of dealing with this with a special... Illegal technology. After that, we all know that Devonka and Jared, their last names you already know, are not going to be working on Dad's next campaign. So what are they doing with their spare time? They've been having the church ladies over to uh, play bingo during the last few sketches. But now we're going to do something a little bit different. That's right. Ivanka has auctioned off the opportunity to have tea with her. And liquids are spilled. Mm-hmm. After that, we have the counterpart, Jared, who wants to have a beer with the fellas so he can learn how to project a more masculine presence. 
but he doesn't do very well. And Marjorie Taylor Greene is on hand with a chainsaw. And after that, it's kind of a housekeeping or house clearing out situation here. All of our sound effects are on sale, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll end today with an impassioned plea to you to come to the Lower Heights Community College gym and purchase as many sound effects as you would like from Men in Charge. After the first few hours, they'll be per pound. I think 10 cents a pound is what they're worth, right? Yeah, we could go for 15 with some of the ones of higher pitch. time once again for Life Lessons with Oswald Spellman. Today's life lesson is on what's important in life. Well, it's been a long time since you've heard from me. My payday loan office with attached off-track betting went out of business, but my bankruptcy case bailed me out. For Lower Heights, at least, it turns out that even small businesses like mine are too big to fail. It's okay, because I had failed to recession-proof my assets anyway. So, when the bank came to take away the house and car owned by my brother, in whose name all the legal stuff had been registered, I thought, life lesson learned. And then came COVID-19. People were dropping like flies. My friends who survived told me that a good government should stand behind its citizens in troubled times, And that's exactly what I needed here to galvanize me into creating my own pandemic relief fraud scheme. I took my inspiration from the kids in my neighborhood. They wear the same clothes every day. I'm pretty sure they don't get enough to eat. But everyone loves milk, and both the local press and the Treasury Department cottoned on to my new non-profit plan called Milking and Honey. Kids all across my state would get free milk delivered to their schools and places of residence. Kids all across my state would get free milk delivered to their schools and places of residence. Kids without a stable home wouldn't be forgotten either. Or at least those words were what I put on my application asking for 150 grand from Uncle Sam. A fat check appeared a month later. I hadn't seen so many zeros since I built my parents out of their retirement savings. But eventually, of course, my conscience caught up to me. A good friend informed me that about 65% of the population is lactose intolerant. I didn't want to lose sleep at night thinking how free milk made all those kids sick. So instead, I bought a private island. It's not much, but it is in international waters. I named it after my dog, Pistol, who passed away some years ago, or got lost. I forget. There's a life lesson here, I told myself. It's important not to rely too much on public trust in difficult times. But if you do, and I did, it's even more important not to get caught. Listener, does your face look like a failed onside kick? When you take your shirt off, are you staring at stage three of a metabolic free-for-all? 
Well, experts confirm that stress can make us both prune-faced and chronically pooped. And we all know that one of the chief causes of chronic stress is running late. Whether it's your four-year-old Susie's thrice-weekly sharpshooting lesson or two-year-old Milo's slow-pitch flyball audition with volunteer outfield coach, you're just never quite able to drop either kiddo off on time. Why, you're often even late for bed. That's why, and especially at your age, you need to give the inmates down at time-served clock and watch repair a call before it's too late, again. Our able staff at Lower Heights Corrections are serving their time. Now let them serve you some of theirs before yours runs out and you're left watching the bus pull away from your stop no matter how hard you ran. Here's how it works. Just drop off your watches, cell phones, clock radios, and other extraneous valuables, whatever's making you late, at the Correctional Center's receiving office and in no time at all. Through partially legal technologies, these devices will give you back all the time you need so you'll never be late again. And who doesn't want to do something about prison overcrowding? Whether it's a new mainspring, a sprung hour hand, a cracked crank, or an old clock radio stuck at 12 a.m., our timely triage of trusted and trained tick-tocking technicians will make your time devices more cooperative with your schedule. And there's more. You'll notice your clothes starting to fit again, your eye bags increasingly less grotesque, and even your blood pressure approaching normal for the first time since a year ago Thanksgiving. With all your timekeeping devices finally working for you rather than against you, your marriage, gas mileage, and relationships with your neighbor's children's softball coaches will also improve. So now, just in time for the holidays, isn't it time to give folks in the striped shirts at the time serve clock and watch repair a call right now? After all, what could be more timely than not being late all over again? That's time served clock and watch repair. You can find us in Yelp under Slammer Success Stories. Greetings, listener. Are you tired of those depressing headlines you read every day? I know I am. What do you say we take a break and have a nice little lady social event? I don't know about you, Edna, but I am so excited. But will this man ever stop talking? Hey, I'm not through. You know, Althea, maybe we should let him finish. Oh, I don't think so, Edna. You need to let me finish. Stop interrupting, young man. Everyone in Lower Heights already knows that we won the church raffle for tea with Ivanka. I've had enough. I'm going home. Ah, here we are. And I didn't have time to say goodbye to that nice young man. Just think, Althea Hackworthy and Edna Livermore at tea with Ivanka. Ivanka? Ivanka! Is, is somebody, somebody there? I'm right here, ladies. I hear her, Althea. She must be somewhere. Well, you remember bingo night, Edna. She's invisible against these white walls of hers. Like a chameleon. I am not a reptile. I thought they were amphibians. Of course. I am not an amphibian or anything slimy. Oh, I guess all that business in the newspapers was... I think it's time for tea. 
ladies. Wait, I see her. There she is. We just need to follow the red lipstick. What color is that anyway? It's as red as if she kissed a... Oh, Althea. Campaign poster. You're saying she's... Complicit. Tea time. Oh, lovely. look at oh, that table. That beautiful pastries. Just lovely. Just delicious. You church ladies seem to have quite the appetite. We've been hard at work picking up the communion wine at the liquor store. How nice. It was a lot of heavy lifting. We've worked up quite a thirst. And you have such delicious tea. May I have another cup? And me too. And another pastry. There were so many bottles. Why, I even had to stow one here in my shoulder bag. How nice. Well, Edna, I can see that Ivanka doesn't want to hear about the communion wine. I think it's time for us to go. Ivanka, such a lovely afternoon. I know Althea has been pleasantly sur- Of course, very pleasant. <coughs> Edna. You're leaving? How nice. I mean, that you had a good time. Oh, oh yes. yes, it, it was, was just wonderful. the flowers on the it table, was great. the tea. It was just... All that's left, then, is the bill. The bill? But we won the raffle. For tea. Exactly. Tea. As in one cup each. You, Edna, had three cups of tea and two pastries. And Althea, you had four cups of tea and three pastries. But we thought... I am running a business here. I don't get to go to the same government junkets that... And so you want to profit from... Us? Church ladies? Whatever. Don't think we're without resources. Ha! Ooh, Althea. Be strong, Edna. The communion wine. Ah! My dress! My hair! The stains! No more hiding now. Rise up, church ladies. Our time has come. You're listening to Men in Charge, where we encourage you to call in and participate in the program from the future. Remember, technically all calls are from the future. It takes that long for our neuro-whatevers to process what's right in front of us. Ivanka? Ivanka? Uh, I can't tell if you're not here or if you're still blending in with the white walls. Anyway, I need your advice. Tonight is my first beer with the fellas night. You know, the fellas from our church bingo night scam. But I, uh, that is, I don't know. That is, uh, I don't know what fellas or men, I guess that means, uh, what they talk about. Men, when they gather in groups, what are they like? What do they do? What do they say? And what should I say? Are you sure you can't come and be a fella? We could dress you in buckskins, maybe? Dad, uh, your dad, says if we just yell and threaten, they'll do what I want. Is that what I should do? Jared! Jared Kushner! 
Here I am. Ivanka, is that you? What's happened to your voice? It sounds like screeching from those scary outdoor animals on YouTube. And you don't usually call me Jared Kushner. The name Kushner is understood from Jared. Jared, it's me, Marjorie Taylor Green. My arm is still stuck in your mail slot from the last bingo night. I don't have time for any of that now, Marjorie Taylor Green. I'm having fellas over for a beer in a few minutes. You? With fellas? That doesn't make any sense at all, Jared. You don't know the first thing about talking to guys. Have you ever even had a beer? I've seen people have beer on TV. Ha! You better try a beer and fast or you get laughed out of your own house. Guys, or fellas as you weirdly call them, like to talk about guns and fixing their cars and how they can't fix their cars because the cars are just computers controlled by laser space cabals and how Obama still wants to take away our guns and church. He doesn't want us to have church. Bring me a beer too. No, no, not to the hand stuck in the mail slot. My other hand. That's better. Now, open the can. My teeth can't fit under the pull ring. Okay, but that pull ring kind of hurts my fingers. Ah! I did it! I did it! Fine! Now get yourself one, Jared. Now drink it. Oh, it tastes awful. Drink it. I think it's going to poison me. Keep drinking. Don't taste it. Finish it. Thank God it's finally empty. Now, crush the cane against your head. What? Just do it. Oh, what, what was that for? Oh, no reason. I mainly just wanted to see you do it. Also, a lot of guys smash beer cans against their heads, so you should practice. Now, get yourself a second beer. Please, no, Marjorie Taylor Green. Not another beer. I could die. Come on, Jared. Like when you kill a man. The first beer is the hardest. It gets easier. Oh, that's still awful, but in a good way. I feel strong, ready for anything, like, and like I'm going to throw up. Now you're ready to talk to guys. Wow, Marjorie Taylor Green, you're like the Yoda of guys in beer. If Yoda were a woman with a shrieky voice and her arms stuck in a mail slot... Jared, we brought beer. I brought poker chips. And I brought the chips chips. And I brought a chainsaw. Finally!
lot, boys. Sure, lady. Right after we've had a couple of beers. You need to get loosened up, you know? Ah, jeez. I don't think Ivanka would like you to hack into our door, but maybe I would. But first, name tags. What? Men don't wear name tags, especially when we all know each other. But I don't know you. You're just four or five guys in a blur. You see, I drank two beers before you arrived. So, name tags. Here you go. I filled them in already. Elroy, Delroy, Leroy, and Bob. Take your pick. But those aren't our names. Except that two of us are Bob. That's impossible. Fine, but I get to be Elroy. That way Steve won't get into trouble. Just Elroy. Okay, I'll be Bob Bob, and Bob, you can be Leroy. <sighs> Fine, but I get to use the chainsaw on that front door. Come on, it's time for poker. So, poker? Yeah, pony up, Jared. Jacks are better, dollar ante. I don't know what any of that means. Shouldn't we just sit around and talk about guns and cars? Jeez, Jared. Poker is how you talk about that stuff. Other stuff, too. Baseball? Football. Women. Inflation. The decline in a sense of personal worth. A fundamentally corrupt economic system that's led to pervasive inequality. The fallacy of meritocracy. The appalling cost of health care in this country. And... Damn it, my prostate. Oh boy, mine too. And my lower back. Sitting down is as bad as standing up or walking or lying down. Oh, only beer helps. How about some poker here? Jared, ante up. Show us your cash. I, I don't carry cash. Well, put in your debit or credit card. With the security code, of course. I don't use those either. I just draw on um, certain offshore accounts. That's fine. Just uh, text me the account numbers. I'll keep them secure. Well, I guess. I'm getting hungry. Marjorie Taylor Greene, how about whipping us up some sandwiches? Extra avocado on mine. Bob hates avocado. How in the hell am I supposed to fix your damn sandwiches trapped over here? She can start the chainsaw one-handed, but she can't make us sandwiches? What the hell's that about? Women waving chainsaws around. That's the future, gentlemen. Now, let's take a nice chunk of Jared's money, shall we, boys? <laughs> right on. Huzzah. Sounds good. Oh, yes. Let's. Wait. What? Hello, I'm Tony Flynn, and in case you missed the beginning of the program because of a quick trip to Peddler Pete's, because your brandy was too flat, or your scones too dry, you're listening to Men in Charge. But not for long. Hi, I'm Kevin Decker, and I'd remind the listener that there are just a few episodes of Men in Charge left. In fact, we're so ambivalent about the end of this season that this might be the last sketch of the last episode. Well, let's not commit ourselves to the ambivalence, Kevin. Anyway, Tony and I are here to flog one of Men in Charge's greatest assets, our sound effect library. 
Yes, after the show is over and I'm relaxing with a half sandwich and a boiler maker on the sandy shores of Oahu. And I'm sent to the glue factory. We're not going to need our extensive sound effect library, but now you can purchase it for your own vlog or podcast or whatever. All sounds must go. And Men in Charge has the greatest sounds. For example, exotic animal sounds. From the giant terror birds of the Cenozoic era, to Tasmanian devils. We've got it all. Or how about the sounds of a tentative visitor to the Museum of Broken Glass? Here's the sound of a trombone that's been converted to a flamethrower. And here's the sound of multiple pudding cans being thrown at a defenseless Italian man trying to buy beer at the World Cup in Qatar. We're legally obligated to tell you that we own the rights to all these effects. Even if we really don't. Plus, we've got distinctive suites of sound effects generated especially by us for some of the more way out sketches. So maybe you want to dress up and film your pet hamsters in a ship-to-ship pirate battle, except between Vikings. Or you're an emo teenager who wants to create your umpteenth TikTok video letting your peers know that you're in a personal hell of your own making. Plus, these sound effects aren't just for throwing your personal peccadillos out onto the internet, no matter how dull and insipid your existence might be. No siree. These sound effects might just save your life. For example... Hello, dear. I'm calling from the car. Yes, I'm heading home, but there seems to be some mix-up. There's a bunch of souped-up dragsters in vehicles with horns and fangs just started pursuing me. What? No, I'm safe. I'll just be late for that high tea with you and the guys from your Jane Austen book club. We're particularly proud of our line of metaphorical sound effects. If you don't understand what that means, just give a listen. Here's the sound of Bill Gates opening his wallet. And here's the sound of the cumulative policy effect of Donald Trump's administration on American dignity and self-respect. And here's a cool toy that my character in Chronicles of the Schmalkaldic League built in order to bite people's noses off. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. But we're only just scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as all of our old men in charge sound effects are concerned. Yes, indeed, Kevin. I feel confident in saying that when men in charge fans or mortal enemies, when they come to the men in charge sound effects showroom, formerly the Lower Heights Community College gym, they'll find any conceivable sound effect in a wide variety of pitches and lengths. That's right, Tony. Why, it's enough to make you say... (laughs) It's time for me, because Kevin hates doing this because it involves pronouncing foreign names, to thank the cast. Davis Hill, Steve Lloyd, Tony Flynn, 
Rennie Yarrow, Scott Herrick, Ann Porter, Kevin Decker, Terry McMullen, Jody Stewart-Strobelt, Nancy Roth, and Nisha Schramm. We'd also like to thank the writers, Kevin Decker, Tony Flynn, Scott Herrick, and Ann Porter. We'd also like to thank the Bad Plus for our theme song, and many thanks to the team who always give out full-size candy bars to trick-or-treaters, but do it on Arbor Day instead. Vern Windham, Carrie Boyce, Nisha Schramm, Nancy Roth, Savannah Rothy, and the star of the Lost Lamented All Brian episode from Men in Charge's Lost Fourth Season, Brian Lindsay.